August 7 to August 14, 2015. I'm your host, David Tanner, and we are very pleased to have you with us today here on Main Menu. And I want to start out by thanking Larry Turnbull, director of ACB Radio, for setting in for me last week on Main Menu. I was out with a bit of a summer cold and allergies and all that awful stuff that we don't want in the summertime. And so it's good to be back with you this week. And and thank you, Larry, very much for filling in for me and doing a great job of filling in and providing some very interesting information about doing podcasts. We're going to start out with two segments on Dolphin Guy. This week, I'm going to be looking at the address book and the appointment calendar. We're going to find out how to use the address book, how to make new entries in it, how to delete an entry, and all kinds of things that you can do with the address book in Dolphin Guide. And then we're going to take a look at the appointment calendar and see what we can do with it, how to add an appointment, how to search our calendar to find out what appointments we have, and then also for those times when we want to make a new appointment, how to get a list of the free times in our calendar so it's easier to find out when we can schedule that new appointment we need to make. And then David Woodbridge, our main menu staff member, comes along with two things for us. And first, David's going to take us on a nice demo and look around at the new MacBook from Apple that came out this spring. This is a 12-inch laptop we'll call it and it's very small very light and David is going to tell us all about it and take us on a tour of it and then David will come back with a demo of the phone app on your Apple watch and he's going to show us how to use that uh, with along with our iPhone and that's what's up today here on main menu Just a quick mention to those of you who have installed Windows 10 on your computer. In case you didn't know, the first update to Windows 10 was released by Microsoft on Wednesday, August 5th. If you don't have that update, you may want to go to Windows Update on your machine and download that update. The main thing that this does is apparently when Windows 10 came out, somehow they missed getting the intro music when Windows 10 first comes up. They missed getting that in, and this is going to be uh, added with this update. And I think uh, maybe another couple of small things. But that's the major thing, is uh, putting in the intro music uh, for Windows 10 when Windows first comes up. Have a great week, and we'll see you back here again next week on Main Menu.
All of us here on the Main Menu staff work hard every day to make sure we're covering all of the technology that you may request. We are always looking at the latest technology news and product releases and attempt to bring you the latest and the best coverage of all new accessible products. If you think we've missed something or you have a certain product that you want to make sure we review, or if there's something we have not yet covered that you're curious about, please let us know and we will do our best to cover whatever it is that you suggest. To contact us, you can fill out the contact form on our website or find our email address or Twitter info on our website as well to get in contact with us. Our website is at mainmenu.acbradio.org. Please contact us with any ideas that you have for the program so that we can continue to be the best radio show covering assistive technology on the internet. And thank you for listening to Main Menu on ACB Radio Mainstream where your listening is our business. Well, we are back with Dolphin Guide again, and uh, we are going to be doing our third segment here on a review of Dolphin Guide. We've been trying to get you acquainted with some pieces of Dolphin Guide 2015, We're not going to pretend that we're going to do all of it, but I want to introduce you throughout the rest of the summer to some more of the features of the guide, just to give you an idea of what is going on. And for those of you who may be interested in a software like this that puts everything together, your speech, your large print, if you need large print, it gives you a word processor, it gives you email, it gives you calendar, and many, many more things all in one place, all with some good training on how to use it. You don't have to have known a whole lot about a computer or very much at all about a computer to start out with Dolphin Guide, and after a while you'll be to the point you'll be able to do just about anything you might want to do just using Dolphin Guide. And so... Today, we're going to go and let's go down our menu. We're going to go down and see if we can set up a bit of an address book. And so let's go down here. Press 2 to write letters and other documents. Press 3 to access a website. Press 4 to scan and read a book, magazine, letter, or printed page. Press 5 to find someone's address or telephone number in your address book or automatically dial their telephone number. All right, so let's press enter there. 5. Address book menu. Press 1 to view your address book, or press 2 to add a new person. Press escape to go back to the main menu. Press F1 for help. All right, so we are in our address book, and it says... Press 1 to view your address book, or... All right, so press 1 to view our address book. We're on 2. Press 2 to add a new person. 2 to add a new person. Press escape to go back to the main menu. And escape goes back to our main menu. Press F1 for help. And press F1 for help. Okay. Well, what as we have been doing in our previous segments, I want you to hear the help for this section before we go any further. And so I'm going to reach up and press my F1 key. F1. 
Help page, address book menu. If you wish to view the details of someone in your address book, select option 1. A list of people in your address book will then show, and you can select the one of interest. To add a new person or company to your address book, select option 2. Guide will then ask you to type in the new person's details. Press the escape key to close this help page. Escape. Help All page closed. Right. And so that was our help Address page. book menu. Press 1 to view your address book, or press 2 to add a new person. Press escape to go back to the main menu. Press F1 for help. All right, let's press number 2 to add somebody to our address book. 2. Add new person to your address book. Okay. I will now ask you for this person's details. Please type a title for this person if they have one. Press enter when you have finished. All right, for their title, I'm just going to put Mr. Capital M. R. Period. Enter. Please type a first name for this person. Press enter when you have finished. And uh, we'll put... Capital D. O. N. A. L. D. Enter. Please type a surname for this person. Press enter when you have finished. All right, we know, you know this person, I'm sure. Capital D. U. C. K. Mr. Donald Duck. Enter. Please type a company name for this person if they have one. Press enter when you have finished. We'll say, um, Disney. Capital D. I. S. N. E. Y. Enter. Please type the first line of the person's address. Press enter when you have finished. Okay. We're going to make his address. One, two, three, four, B. Oops, I hit a wrong Delete B. key there. And you see, when I hit a wrong key, I can reach up and find my backspace and backspace and delete that. And now space. 1,234. And we'll say quack. Capital Q. U. A. C. K. Quack. Capital A. V. E. N. U. E. So quack avenue. And enter. Please type the second line of the person's address. Press enter when you have finished. Oh, we don't have a second line. So a second line would be like if there was a suite or an apartment number, something like that. Well, we're going to go ahead and hit enter. Enter. Please type the third line of the person's address. Okay, it doesn't ask us for a city, so I'm going to just go ahead and type in a city, and we're going to call this um, Disney World. Capital D-I-S-N-E-Y. Disney. Capital W-O-R-L-D. And hit enter. Enter. Please type the third line of the person's address. Press enter when you have finished. And we're going to put Florida. Capital F-L-O-R-I-D-A. Enter. Please type the fourth line of the person's address. Press okay. enter when you have finished. Now it's going to ask us for a zip code, so I'm going to just hit enter here. Enter. This person's zip code is tab. You may change it or press the enter key to continue. All right. Or for a zip code, we're going to put five, four, three. Two, one. Enter. Please type a country for this person. Press enter when you have finished. All right, and we'll put capital U, capital S, capital A. All right. Enter. Please type an email address for this person. Press enter when you have finished. Well, uh, let's see. We'll put uh, D O N A L D dot D. U C K 
K at D I S N E Y dot C O M. Now that is strictly made up, so folks don't be using that, or somebody is liable to say, What is wrong with you? All right, enter. Enter. Please type a Skype name for this person. Press enter when you have finished. Well, he doesn't he doesn't have a Skype address, okay? Enter. Please type a full telephone number for this person. Press enter when you have finished. Oh, what can we use for a t- telephone number? How about nine nine nine? Um, and then let's do uh, six six five, and then four three two one. Okay, there's his phone number. Enter. You may enter here any notes you wish to record against this person. Uh, no, I don't have any notes to put there. I could put well, I could put. Uh, a capital A capital R A L L Y really N I C E nice G U Y period. Okay, so I just put he a really nice guy. Enter. Save to address book. Press one to save the new person to your address book. Press two to change the details you have entered. Press escape to discard the details you have entered and return to the address list. Press F one for help. All right, we'll put one. One. You have three people in your address book. The selected person is number two, Mr. Donald Dunk. Telephone number 9,996,654,321. Address Disney 1234 Quack Avenue, Disney World, Florida. Tab 54321. USA. Email donaldduck at disney.com. Notes A really nice guy. Use the keyboard arrow keys to find a different person. Press enter to hear their full details. Dial their telephone number or select other actions. Okay. So we now it says have three people in our address book and Donald Duck is number two. Let's see who number one is. So I'm gonna hit the up arrow. Contact your Lavision store. Telephone number one eight hundred three one zero three nine three eight. Address contact your Lovision store one thousand eight hundred ninety nine East Main Street, Ventura, CA nine three zero zero one. Email info at your Notes web www.yourlovisionstore.com. All right. Now we're going to go back down since it says I have three, and that was the first one. We're going to pass Mr. Duck here. Mr. Donald Duck. Technical support, your low vision store. Telephone number 1 800 310 3938. Address Technical support, your low vision store 1899 East Main Street, Ventura, CA 93001. Email support at your low vision store.com. Notes web www.yourlowvisionstore.com. Okay. And so there's the three people we have in our address book so far. Should we do, do this one more time just so you get another idea? Let's, all right, let's do that. Let's go number, let's go hit escape here. Escape, address book menu. Press one to view your address book or press two to add a new person. Press escape to go back to the main menu. Press F1 for help. All right, let's press two again. Two. Add new person to your address book. I will now ask you for this person's details. Please type a title for this person if they have one. Press enter when you have finished. We'll put capital M I S S. Uh, miss. Enter. Please type a first name for this person. Press enter when you have finished. And we'll say Sally. Capital S A L L Y. Sally. Um. Sam. Capital S. A 
N D. This is all just made up, folks. I I don't know anybody now. Name is Sally Sand. Enter. Please type a surname for this person. Press enter when you have finished. Oh, well, uh, we should, well, okay, we'll say Sally Sand. Her last name is um, Feather. Capital F-E-A-T-H-E-R. Enter. Please type a company name for this person if they have one. Press enter when you have finished. They don't have a company name, so I'm going to hit enter. Enter. Please type the first line of the person's address. Press enter when you have finished. Okay, we're going to go to... One. One, one two. two. Uh, Twelve. Capital F-I-R-S-T. First. First. Capital A-V-E-N-U-E. First Avenue. Enter. Please type the second line of the person's address. Press enter when you have finished. Okay, so if we had something like an apartment number, we could put that there, here. Capital A, P, T, period, space, five. So it's apartment five. Enter. Please type the third line of the person's address. Press enter when you have finished. And we'll put, um, well, for city, what should we put? We'll put... Capital M, I, A. N. Oh, I put N instead of M. Delete N. All right. M. I. Am I Emmy? Enter. Please type the fourth line of the person's address. Press enter when you have finished. All right. We're going to say California. Capital C-A-L-I-F-O-R-N-I-A. Enter. Please type a zip code for this person. Press enter when you have finished. Okay. We'll say four, five, six, seven. Eight. All right. Enter. Please type a country for this person. Press enter when you have finished. And we'll say capital U, capital S, capital A. Enter. Please type an email address for this person. Press enter when you have finished. She doesn't have an email address. Enter. Please type a Skype name for this person. Press enter when you have finished. She, she, she doesn't have Skype. Enter. Please type a full telephone number for this person. Press enter when you have finished. All right. We'll put two, 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 two space, space three, 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 three dash, dash four, 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 four. Enter. You may enter here any notes you wish to record against this person. Capital I, I, W, I, S, H, wish, capital I, I, K, N, E, W, U, H, I S this P E R S O N period. I wish I knew this person. <laughs> All right. And enter. enter. Save to address book. Press one to save the new person to your address book. Press two to change the details you have entered. Press escape to discard the details you have entered and return to the address list. Press okay. F one for help. And we're gonna press one. One. You have four people in your address book. The selected person is number three, Miss Sally Sandfeather. Telephone number 222-333-4444. Address 12 First Avenue, F5, Miami, California 45678, USA. Notes, I wish I knew this person. Use the keyboard arrow keys to find a different person. Press enter to hear their full details. Dial their telephone number or select other actions. All right, let's go. Mr. Donald Dunk. Contact your location store. Telephone number. Yeah, Mr. See. Donald. 
Miss Sally Sandfeather, telephone number 222-333-4444, address 12 First Avenue, App 5, Miami, California 45678, USA, notes, I wish I knew this person. I'm going to hit enter on that. Enter. Select an action for this contact. The selected action is view details. You dial this person's telephone number. Change this person's details. Print this person's details. Print an envelope for this person. Delete this person from your address book. Copy this address to the clipboard. Add a new person to your address book. Go back to your address list. Okay. So there's all of our choices. So what would we want to do? Let's see. Add a new person to your address book. Copy this address to the clipboard so you can paste it elsewhere. Okay. Now the nice thing about this is if we have our address book and we want to write them a letter, we can come here to the address book and we can find the person. We have already done that. We can hit, hit enter here on copy it to the clipboard. And then I could go over to my word processor copy the address in there and then that would be at the top of my letter and then I could go ahead and write, write the letter to the person. Then I could even come back here and print an envelope for the person, all right? Delete this person from your address book. All right, let's see. Print an envelope for this we person. We could print an envelope. Print this person's details. Change this person's details. Dial this person's telephone number. View this person's address and telephone number. All right. View this person's address and telephone and number. that's all of the things that we could do. Dial this person. Change this person's details. Print this person's details. Print an envelope for this person. Delete this person from your address book. And, okay, well, we decided that we're going to delete this person from our address book because, well, there just isn't anybody by that name. And so I'm going to just hit enter. Enter. Delete. Delete. Press 1 to confirm you wish to delete Miss Sally Sandfeather from your address book. Press escape if you do not wish to delete this person. Press F1 for help. And so I'm going to press 1. 1. One address successfully deleted. You have three people in your address book. The selected person is number 3. Technical support your low vision store. Telephone number 1-800-310-3938. Address technical support your low vision store 1899 East Main Street, Ventura, CA93001. Email support at your low vision store.com. Notes web www.yourlowvisionstore.com. Use the keyboard arrow keys to find a different person. Press enter to hear their full details, dial their telephone number, or select other actions. Okay. And that's all we're going to do with the address book. I think you probably get the idea how this works. It's very simple, uh, very simple and straightforward. And it doesn't take long to figure out what you're doing and go through and fill all the blanks. And just remember that you have to put in the city and state. It's not going to ask you for those. So uh, you're going to basically put in your address line and then if there's a second address line like for an apartment or a suite or something like that you'll put it that in there next line city the next line state and then you'll come to the zip code all right we're going to hit escape and go out of the address book and that's it for the demonstration of your address book in dolphin guide Well, here we are again 
we are going to this time on our demo of Dolphin Guide, we're going to look at the calendar and see how that sets up with Dolphin Guide. So I'm in my main menu and I'm going to go down and find my calendar. Press 2 to write letters and other documents. Press 3 to access a website. Press 4 to scan and read a book. Press 5 to find someone's address or telephone number. And press 6 to play an audio music CD, an audio book, or an MP3 music file. Press 7 to look at your calendar or set a reminder. All right, there it is, number 7, and I'm going to hit enter on 7. That. August 2015. The selected day is today, Tuesday, August 4th, 2015. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different day. Press enter to view details. Press escape to go back. Okay, I'm going to go ahead now and I am going to do our help first so we hear what all that is about so it tells us a little bit about how to do our calendar and so here we go F1 F1 help page list of dates for the selected month use the arrow keys to move up and down to select a different day use the page up key to go to the previous month use the page down key to go to the next month press the letter B to show busy days only press the letter F to show free days only press the letter A to show all days in the month once again press F10 and you will be returned to the current day press the enter key on a selected day to show a list of times for that day press the escape key to return to the main menu more detailed help the calendar will list all the dates in the current month and automatically select the current day the day and date will be read out you can select a different day by using the up and down arrow keys use the page up and page down keys to change month if you want to return quickly to the current day press F10 if you would like to list all the days in the current month that are busy and have appointments on then press the letter B this will then list all your busy days only and you can move up and down this list using the arrow keys if you want to list your busy days for the previous month then press the page up key if you want to list your busy days for the next month then press the page down key if you want to return to your list of busy days for the current month then press the F10 key if you would like to go back to a list of all the dates in the current month then press the letter A if you would like to list all the free days in the current month that do not have appointments on then press the letter F if you want to list all your free days for the previous month then press the page up key if you want to list all your free days for the next month then press the page down key if you want to return to your list of free days for the current month then press the F10 key if you want to list all the dates in the current month again then press the letter A if you want to show the details of appointments within a selected day press the enter key the appointments will be listed as hourly time slots with the earliest time at the top of the list and the latest time at the bottom of the list note appointments older than 18 months are automatically deleted press the escape key to close this help page all right let's press our escape key help page list of dates for the selected month escape help page closed all right august 2015 the selected day is today tuesday august 4th 2015 use the up and down arrow keys to find a different day press enter to view details press escape to go back all right so we are going to press our down arrow wednesday august 5th 2015 Thursday, August 6th, 2015. Friday, August 7th, 2015. All right. And so that's our days. And we're going Thursday, to go August 6th, 2015. Well, let's see. I'll tell you what. Friday, August 7th, 2015. There's Friday, August 7th. I'm going to just see now. I'm going to hit enter on there. Enter. Friday, August 7th, 2015. The selected time is 10 p.m. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. 9 p.m. Okay, 9 p.m. 
and one happens at 9 p.m. on Friday night. Something called Main Menu, I believe. All right, well, we're there at 9 p.m. on Friday night, May 7th, and let's hit Enter there. Enter. Please type in your appointment. Press Escape to continue. All right, and we're creating an appointment. Capital M A I N Capital M E N U Main Menu Dash Main Menu A Capital A Capital C Capital B A C B Capital R A D I O Okay, Main Menu A C B Radio New Line Enter Alright, and now let's see what we do next. New line, new line, escape. You may choose to be reminded about this appointment. The selected reminder time is no reminder. Use the up and down arrow keys to select a different reminder. Press enter to select it. Five minutes before, ten minutes before, fifteen minutes before. Alright, we're going to say we want to be reminded fifteen minutes before it happens. And I'll hit enter. Enter. Reminder 15 minutes before. All right. Friday, August 7th, 2015. The selected time is 9 p.m. Main menu ACB radio. Reminder set for 15 minutes before. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. All right. Let's hit enter. Enter. The appointment is main menu ACB radio. You can either change it or press escape to continue. All right. We don't want to change this, so we're going to hit escape. Escape. You may choose to be reminded about this appointment. The selected reminder time is 15 minutes before. Use the up and down arrow keys to select a different reminder. Press enter to select it. Enter. Reminder 15 minutes before. All right. And we'll hit escape to say... Friday, August 7th, 2015. The selected time is 9 p.m. Main menu ACB radio. Reminder set for 15 minutes before. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. And we're going to hit escape. Escape. August 2015. The selected day is Friday, August 7, 2015. Appointments. 9 p.m. Main Menu ACB Radio. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different day. Press Enter to view details. Press Escape to go back. Alright. Let's see. Let's go and have a little fun here. I'm down arrow. Saturday, August 8, 2015. Sunday, August 9, 2015. Monday, August 10, 2015. Tuesday, August 11, 2015. Wednesday, August 12, 2015. Thursday, August 13, 2015. Friday, August 14, 2015. Okay. Now I'm down to August, Friday, August 14th. I'm going to hit enter again. Enter. Friday, August 14, 2015. The selected time is 9 p.m. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. All Press right. enter to continue and escape to go back. That's what I want. Enter. Please type in your appointment. Press escape to continue. And I'm going to say main menu. Capital M A I N. Capital E N U. Right. New line. Escape. You may choose to be reminded about this appointment. The selected reminder time is no reminder. Use the up and down arrow keys to select a different reminder. Press enter to select it. All right, down arrow. Five minutes before. Ten minutes before. Fifteen minutes before. Let's see how far we can go here. Thirty minutes before. Forty-five minutes before. One hour before. Two hours before. Okay, so as you see, we can go down quite a ways. Let's go One back hour, up to... Thirty minutes before. We're going Fifteen minutes before. Go back to our... 15 minutes before, 
we'll hit enter. Enter. Reminder 15 minutes before. And then we're going to hit escape. Friday, August 14th, 2015. The selected time is 9 p.m. Main menu. Reminder set for 15 minutes before. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. Okay. Let's hit enter to continue. Enter. The appointment is main menu. You can either change it or press escape to continue. Alright, so it's the way we want it, so we'll escape. Escape. You may choose to be reminded about this appointment. The selected reminder time is 15 minutes before. Use the up and down arrow keys to select a different reminder. Press enter to select it. And we want that, so... Enter. Reminder 15 minutes before. Alright, so... That's what we Friday, want. August 14th, 2015. The selected time is 9 p.m. Main menu. Reminder set for 15 minutes before. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. And that's all the appointments we want to make right now. So we're going to hit escape. Escape. August 2015. The selected day is Friday, August 14th, 2015. Appointments. 9 p.m. Main menu. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different day. Press enter to view details. Press escape to go back. And that's all the appointments we want to set. And as you can see, if I arrow, if I arrow back up to August 7th. Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday, August, Sunday, August 9th, Saturday, Friday, August 7th, 2015. Appointments, 9 p.m. main menu ACB radio. Okay. And so if I hit enter on that. Enter. Friday, August 7th, 2015. The selected time is 9 p.m. Main menu ACB radio. Reminder set for 15 minutes before. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different time. Press enter to continue and escape to go back. All right, so we're going to hit escape. Escape. August 2015. The selected day is Friday, August 7th, 2015. And Appointments. 9 p.m. Main calendar. menu ACB radio. Use the up and down arrow keys to find a different day. Press enter to view details. Press escape to go back. And as... You saw in the help, there are a lot of other things you can do to skip around in the calendar. You can use page up and page down uh, to go from month to month. You can hit F and have it list days that you don't have appointments. You can hit B and have it list only days that you do have appointments. So that is our calendar for Dolphin Guys. <laughs> Welcome to this quick demo and description of the new MacBook that came out a couple of months ago in 2015 and this recording is basically done on the first week of July 2015 and I thought I'd just give you a physical description of the MacBook itself and then talk a little bit about the keyboard in particular just in case you're wondering about purchasing one and you've previously used a MacBook Pro, a Mac Air or other Mac device. Okay, so first of all, this particular MacBook is called the MacBook, <laughs> funny enough. It's extremely light, it's a 12 inch screen and I've got my Mac Air 13 inch right next to it that I'm recording this demo on and I can basically lay this whole MacBook on top of my Mac Air keyboard and still have space either side of the MacBook and space front and back. So they've really cut the bezel keyboard down 
to make it a really concise experience. When the MacBook's closed, it really does almost feel like a slightly larger version of the iPad. And of course, being a small MacBook like the MacBook Air, the back edge is a lot thicker and then it tapers towards the front to very thin. So basically in the middle on the top, on the lid, you've got the very smooth Apple logo and underneath it, there's nothing besides the feet on each corner to stop it slipping on a table. The left-hand edge towards the back has the USB-C new connector port and on the right-hand edge towards the back is the 3.5mm headphone jack. And of course at the front middle you have the little indent underneath the lid that you can stick your finger underneath and pull the lid and pull the lid up and back. Now just before I move on to going through the MacBook once it's open, I just want to talk briefly about the charger. So let's grab the charger here. And the charger actually feels like a slightly bigger version of the iPhone or iPad charger. And of course you have the option to pull off that I just did to pull off the connector to extend it if you wish with the extender cable. Let's pop that back on. But the big difference of course is the fact that because it's got a USB-C port, you've now got a USB-C cable. With the traditional MacBook laptop chargers, the cable was actually part of the charger. Well, no longer. This is just a straight USB-C cable that I can just pull out and of course pop back in again back into the charger. And of course the other end then plugs into the port on the left hand side of the back on the USB-C port. Now just keep in mind that this is no longer a magnetic pop-off charger. It actually plugs into the port. I guess that's the way that Apple is going with the MacBook laptops. So I guess in the future we might see a Mac Air or more MacBook Pros because not only can you use the connector for charging, you can also use it to support other USB style connectors, displays and so on. And just to give you an idea of what the connector on each end of the USB-C cable probably feels like, if you can imagine a slightly thicker version of a lightning connector connector. It's what the USB-C style connector on each end of this cable actually feels like. So I'll pop that back down. So the MacBook is opened and the bezel around the 12 inch diagonal screen is probably about the same thickness I guess as I would find on my MacBook Air 13 inch. However on my MacBook Air 13 inch I can actually feel the camera on the top bezel of the screen. Well, on the new MacBook, I actually can't feel where the camera is. I can't feel where the camera is, but just keep in mind it is there, as well as your internal speakers and microphone, I believe are on similar places than they are on the MacBook Air 13 inch. I am not 100% sure, so don't take it as gospel that I might have got those facts correct about the camera speaker and microphone locations. But the real difference is when you come down to the keyboard, on my MacBook 13 inch Air, the bezel on the left and right side of the keyboard is quite thick. So I could basically put two fingers side by side comfortably on the bezel on each side of the Mac Air 13 inch keyboard. 
on the new MacBook itself, the bezel is extremely thin. It's probably the same thickness as the bezel actually on the screen. So that's one way they've reduced the width of the MacBook by making the bezel a lot thinner. And if we come to the front of the keyboard where we've got our traditional trackpad, and remember on this particular trackpad on the new MacBook, this trackpad is the force touch. So when it's off and I try and push on the trackpad, nothing happens. It's not clicking because it's no longer mechanical. It's an electromagnetic trackpad now with the force touch that you find on the new MacBook Pro as of the time of this recording and of course on the Apple Watch. And with the trackpad, the bezel behind the trackpad and the keyboard is very thin. On my MacBook Air, I can put my finger, if you like, sideways because it's horizontal. I can put my finger on the bezel between the keyboard and trackpad. On the new MacBook, I can't do that, it's so thin. And again, if I come to the front of the trackpad, it's also probably slightly thinner on the new MacBook than it is on the Mac Air 13 inch. Now, let me just explain the keyboard. What they've done is the keys on the keyboard are very, very flat. So they're not, uh, I guess, raised up and spaced as much as they are on my MacBook Air 13 inch. So they're actually very, very close together, side by side. And row-wise, they're also very close together. There's not a significant gap between the rows on the keyboard, including the function keys. So that's the first thing you'll notice. The second thing you'll notice is there's no longer any cursor cross at all. On a traditional MacBook laptop, whether it's a Mac Air or a MacBook Pro, or even the Apple Bluetooth keyboard, We've got that traditional cursor cross down the right-hand side, the inverted T. In the middle, you've got the up arrow at the top, down arrow in, at the bottom, in the middle. And of course, on left and right, you've got the left and right arrows. Well, on this new MacBook keyboard, those keys are no longer in a T. They're part of the whole main keyboard. So what they've done is, if I come down to the bottom part of my keyboard, and going from left to right, we've got our traditional function key, Control, Option, Command, Spacebar. And then next to that, we've got Command, Option again. Then I have a full-sized left arrow key. So the same size as the other keys on the keyboard, i.e. the same size as the key to the left of it, which is the Option key. And then the up and down arrow keys, besides that to the right, are half keys, one above the other. So they actually feel the same width as the function keys at the top of the keyboard, which are quite thin. And then on the right-hand side, right on the right-hand side, you have the full-size right arrow key. So basically, again, in summary about the cursor cross, no inverted T. You've basically got the left arrow key, the right arrow key, and in the middle, two half-size up and down arrow keys. When I come to the top of the keyboard, and as I mentioned, the keys are very close together. And I find locating my hands on the main keyboard is fine because you still have the dot on the F and the J. However, locating myself to the function keys, i.e. F8, for example, if I want to do control option or VO F8, I find that still takes me some getting used to because the keys are closer together and the squashness that I mentioned between the rows of the keyboard as well. The rest of the keyboard is exactly the same layout 
that you'd have on a normal Mac keyboard. So escape at the top left hand side, the power on at the top right hand side, which is the same as on my Mac here, 13 inch. Slip turn the new MacBook on. Gonna hold down the power key top right hand side of the keyboard. Login window. Enter password. Secure edit text as keyboard focus. Okay, so I'm gonna put in my password. And press it up. Welcome to OS 10. Voiceover is on. Finder. Macintosh HD volume. So that's currently full volume, which is a quite a comfortable volume. Now, the next thing I want to mention about, particularly about the keyboard again, and yes, I am focusing on the keyboard because that's the main interface to the computer. The keys don't travel as far because this is a new style of keyboard from Apple than you would find on a standard Bluetooth Apple keyboard and on your Mac Air or MacBook Pro keyboard as a time this recording. So if I go into keyboard help with VOK control option K. Starting keyboard help. Okay, and if I start hitting my keys, A, B, C, D, E, F, G, H, I, J, K, L. Okay, the keys are probably going down or feel as they're going down about half the travel that you would normally get on a Mac Air or a MacBook Pro keyboard. In fact, this feels very similar to the Surface Pro keyboard. I think it was called the Touch Type keyboard. And Again, it felt like the keys weren't traveling that fast. That's what it feels like on this keyboard. You can certainly get used to it. As I said earlier on, I find the main keyboards fine to type on. I had to get used to the keys not traveling as far. Still getting used to the function keys at the top. And I'm still getting used to that squashed way of doing the arrow keys on the bottom right hand side as well. Now, as I said earlier on about the trackpad, it's an electric magnetic trackpad now. So it's no longer mechanical. So if I now press it now, Double tap, touch. Okay, as you can tell, I've got the voiceover trackpad commander on. It really does feel like the whole trackpad actually moves when you tap on it or do a force touch. And as I believe at the moment, there's no extra functionality with voiceover in using the force touch feature on the new MacBook with voiceover. And of course, the use of the rest of the MacBook emulation to OS X is exactly the same as you would find running it on a MacBook Air or a MacBook Pro. And if I just want to find out what particular configuration this Mac's running, let me just press escape to come out of keyboard help. Escape, stop in keyboard help. I'm going to slow the rate down a bit. So VO command right arrow. Intonation 45%. Voice Alex, rate 50%. 45%. 40%. 35%. Okay, and of course, I was just doing VO command down arrow once I found the rate option. So let me do VO M or control option M for main menu. Menu bar, Apple. And pull it down with VO down or control option down. Apple, menu, nine items. About this Mac. Okay, and enter on about this Mac. About this Mac. Application. About this Mac. Window. System report. Button has keyboard focus. Okay, let me jump to the top of the window. Toolbar. And of course, that was VO function left arrow. Now it's going to do VO right arrow control option right arrow. OS 10 Yosemite image version 10.10.3 MacBook Retina 12 inch early 2015. Okay, MacBook Retina 12 inch early 2015. Processor 1.1 gigahertz Intel Core M. Okay, 1.1 gigahertz Intel. That's the mobile processor. Memory. 
memory. 8GB1600 megahertz DDR3. Okay, basically 8 gig of RAM, etc. And storage wise, this new MacBook that I had on loan had a 250 gig solid state drive in it. So it ran extremely quickly, as in does my solid state drive on my Mac Air 13 inch. So let me press Command Q to come out of about this Mac. Finder. So let me just close this Mac down. So I'm going to do VO Emma Control Option M. Menu bar Apple. And pull it down. About this Mac. It's going to type in SHU. Shut down Ellipsis. And of course, the quick way to shut down any Mac is hold down the Option key. Shut down. Okay, and press Enter. And it's off. And close the lid. So that completes this demonstration of the new MacBook, which came out earlier in 2015. And as I said at the beginning, this recording was done in the first week or so of July 2015. So that completes the demo. As usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. Welcome to another Apple Watch feature demonstration. And in this demo, I'm going to take you through using the phone app on your Apple Watch. Keeping in mind that most of the functionality of these apps are actually in conjunction with your iPhone. Let me wake my Apple Watch up by touching the screen. One finger. I'm going to press the digital crown once to go to the main home screen, the apps. There's the clock app in the middle. And on my particular home screen, I'm going to flick back to the left to find my phone app. Keeping in mind that on your Apple Watch screen, your apps will be in different positions and you'll also have different apps as well. Because I've got the default ones and also the third party apps that I've also installed, such as that double post app. So one finger double tap on phone. phone. Let me flick through with one finger. Favorites. So I've got favorites, recents, recents contacts, contacts. Voicemail. voicemail. So, of course, that sounds very similar to the tabs that we have on the phone app on the iPhone, excluding the keypad. Okay, so let me go and flick back to favorites. Recents. favorites. And if I double tap on favorites, favorites. Back button. Okay, and I flick through. Ellen Woodbridge, mobile. Ellen Woodbridge, home. Vision Australia, mobile. Audio mail, other. Okay, so that's currently on my favorites. And if I double tapped on any one of these, it would actually call the phone number. Let's go back to the main phone screen. Favorites. Back button. I touched on the top left hand side of the screen as usual. Phone. Okay, flip to the right. Favorites. Recents. Okay, recents. These are all the recent calls off your iPhone. So I double tap on recent. Recents. Back button. I flick to the right. Ellen Woodbridge, three, mobile. Seven fifty four. Okay, Ellen Woodbridge. She's called three times this morning. The Woodbridge, three, mobile. That's my yesterday. daughter. She's also called three times yesterday. David Woodbridge, three, home. Yesterday. That was me calling my iPhone yesterday doing the podcast demos for the Apple Watch and so on. So for example, let me call myself back. So I'm gonna double tap on that. On my name. David Woodbridge, mute. And I'm calling that phone number. Okay, I'm now dialing my home number, and rather than answering it, I'm actually going to hang up. 
okay and it took a little while for my landline to hang up there not too sure why and to hang up that phone call all I did was do a two finger double tap so let me go back top left recents. Double tap on recents and flick to the right now contacts on my particular setup is a little bit of a disaster and I'll just show you why at the moment I'll double tap on that one just flick to the right to the first item on my contacts Accessibility at Apple have a listen to when I scroll down so I'm doing two fingers scrolling up and you'll see how many scrolls that I have to do to find people right down in my alphabetical listing Okay, rows 4 to 8 of 1011. So practically, yes, I could just sit here and keep scrolling with two fingers or flick right on the screen to keep going down to find a contact. What I'm actually going to do in reality is I'm going to go and spend probably the next week or so uh, tidying up my contact list because that's just ridiculous. It's the, basically the same process as I just did with the recents. However, in that case, I was calling back a single number what happens in this case is you double tap on a contact and if they've got more than one item to contact then you'll get a choice so if it's a call you'll get an option to call their mobile number or their home number or their work number if it's in your contacts if you've got a text message there you can send them a text message and so on okay so it's fairly straightforward tap on the contact name and then you can contact them via the options that you've got on that screen so I'm going to touch the top left hand side of my screen again. Contacts. Back button. Double tap. Phone. Flick to the right. Favorites. Recents. Contacts. Voicemail. Okay, last one was voicemail. Now as far as here in Australia is concerned, I'm not too sure if it's going to be the same overseas, but if I double tap on voicemail. Voicemail. Back button. And flick to the right. Access voicemail on iPhone. Okay, mine says access mail on iPhone. So I can't get the watch to dial my voicemail via the iPhone. So top left hand side. Voicemail. Back button. Phone. Let me just go back to favorites. Favorites. Double tap on favorites. And flick to the right. Ellen Woodbridge. Mobile. Ellen Woodbridge. Home. Vision Australia. Mobile. Audio mail. Other. Now the reason why I came back to this one is because this is a phone number that I've set up to automatically dial in to my voicemail at Vision Australia and it's that number sequence where you can put in the number sign to activate the hash button on your telephone keypad and also stick in a comma to pause the dialing sequence so literally what this phone number is doing it's dialing the main phone number pausing putting in my login pin pressing hash pausing again putting in my password pressing hash pausing again and then activating a number to see if I've got any new messages and if I don't it starts playing my old messages in which case I know I don't have any new messages and I just hang up the call so this is one of these functions where it's quite handy to have this on my Apple watch because as far as I know you can't use an automated system from the Apple watch only your iPhone and this is a way of setting up some automation so that you can access such things as voicemail systems and other things such as telephone banking. So I'll just activate this now and you can hear it log in and check my voicemail for me. 
And let me do this audio mail one, automatically dial in and log into my voicemail at work. So I'm gonna double tap on audio mail and you can hear it log into my voicemail at Vision Australia. Audio mail, mute, button. Okay, so let's put the phone screen up. two-finger tap to hang it up. So that's how easy it is for me now to log into my voicemail system at work by just using an automated dialing sequence in one of my phone number contacts. Okay, let me touch the top left-hand side of my screen. Favorites. Back button. Double tap to go back. Phone. Phone. Press the digital crown once to come out of the phone app. Home. Phone. Okay, and I'm back on my home screen. And let's put my hand over my screen to put my watch to sleep. And that completes this demonstration of the phone app for being able to access your favorites, recents, contacts, and hopefully, not where I am, your voicemail, all done via your Apple Watch. So that completes the demo. As usual, thanks for listening and bye for now. Hi, I'm Chase Crispin. We are currently looking for listeners who are willing to review any type of accessible technology for us here on Main Menu. If you are interested in doing a review of a product that you own, or an interview with its vendor, then please contact us and let us know what you're interested in doing. Before you begin to record a segment, it is important to contact us so that we can ensure that it hasn't already been covered on our program. To get in contact with us, please send an email to mainmenu.com at acbradio.org and let us know what demonstration or interview you would like to do. Once you have completed your recording, please again send an email to mainmenu at acbradio.org and let us know how we might get the file from you and if it will need any further editing. We can get files from you in any method such as SendSpace or Dropbox, any way that works for you. Once we receive your file, we will let you know when it will be aired on Main Menu. Presentations from our listeners are always interesting and well-received by the rest of the listeners, so if this interests you, please get in touch with us. Thank you for your interest, and we look forward to hearing from you on the show very soon. On behalf of the entire Main Menu staff, I'd like to thank you for being with us today here on Main Menu. We'll look forward to seeing you back again next week. Meantime, you have a good week, and we'll see you soon.